I'm Shay Z, creative alchemist, music producer, and artist, and vocal vixen. Born in Xanadu and living in LA, ready to scratch that itch in your brain. And hey, I'm Mandy, singer, actress, lover, living in LA, here to sprinkle a little magic everywhere I go. Woo! And welcome to the Sonic Chronic. Oh yeah! Where we discuss the soundtracks and music of the most popular titles of a year mm. and how they influenced or were influenced by the cultural and global buzz of that year. Who were its popular tastemakers and storytellers, and what was the frequency of that time? What was it, Shay? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm. Let's get into right. it. Episode 5 already. Can you believe that? And special thank you to all our lovely listeners and followers. Oh, yes. You've been on this journey with us, and we've been finding our groove we getting into it honey that's right you're staying with us through the changes and the rearranges and the yeah this is just a sonic journey sonic journey and we are so excited to keep hopping around the years for you all and by the way just to recap if this is the first episode you're hearing from us is that we visit one year uh, that we break into two parts in a month so basically we have two episodes for one year so we just started doing that on that last one 1998 there's a part yep. one part two that makes sense so yeah go catch to, that because those were really good catch <laughs> those because now and going forward we'll always do a part one part two because there's just so many great titles and so many kind of mentions of soundtracks and music during those years that we just can't it's not. It's hard to leave them out. It's hard it's to leave them out. We already yeah. have to narrow it down, right? <laughs> so this episode, part one... 2016. Woo! Oh my God. I know everybody remembers 2016. That was an interesting year for A the world. The world. It wasn't just the U.S. We thought we were suffering. No, no. No, no. That was, that was the beginning of the uh, interesting mm. timeline. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. But, and even personally for me, that was a doozy, I have to say. Let's travel back in time, Shay. Take us back Let's to that time. That time. Let's get in that sonic chronic that time machine. And we're going to go take you back to 2016. And what was happening that year? If y'all don't remember, because it wasn't that long ago. I guess it was kind of. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how... I it's mean, it doesn't eight years? seem like it, but Wait, it was... six years. Oh my God. Mm-mm, seven years. I'm bad with math. math. <laughs> I can't do brain that fast with my math. <laughs> that should be the title of the I can't do brain that fast with my math. <laughs> that says it all. All right. Well, anyway, 2016, it was six years ago, but I feel like because it was such a tumultuous year that people might have blanked it from the mind because just to cope, you know what I'm saying? Oh, just to cope. Let me just tell you what we <laughs> Let me just tell you what we got going on here for the news. The newsworthy global news of yeah. 2016. What's Let me remind happening? y'all. The United States presidential election. Oh, dear, dear, dear. In November 2016, Mr. Donald Trump. Didn't nobody think that was going to happen, huh? Defeated Hillary Clinton. Oh, uh, hell no. We were just play pimping, uh, but it really happened. He didn't really happened. defeat her, but yeah, he became the 45th president of the United States. Obviously, you can tell by my delivery how I feel about <laughs> that. As it says, his victory was seen as a shock to many, and the election itself was controversial and divisive. Yeah, to say the least. Mm. Okay, then we also had same time, kind of same tune. Brexit. Remember that? Brexit. Brexit in June 2016. I mean, we were getting hit with it. Boom, boom, boom. The United Kingdom held a referendum 
on whether to leave the European Union. What? Mm. The result was a narrow victory for the Leave campaign. So they were like, yeah, we're Brexiting. (laughs) And the process of negotiating the UK's departure from the EU began. And it was a nightmare for them. It was a nightmare because they were in this like limbo time forever. And it was just, it's all greed, right? Brexit. Brexit. Exit with the Brexit. Mm. And then we had Syrian refugee crisis. Remember that was the ongoing war in Syria was happening? It resulted in millions of refugees fleeing their homes in search of safety. It was a nightmare. Remember that? And there was all these different countries that were trying to prepare for like asylum for everybody. Um, In 2016, uh, the crisis continued to dominate headlines. You know, this was something that the whole world was looking at, you know, and everybody was kind of like, should we let them in? Should we not? You know, it was like you could see the players that were being kind and the players that were being kind of, you know, shutting the doors. Guess what else was happening that year? What? I can't. It's almost like there was almost all this other stuff happening you don't remember. It's almost like 2020. Um, <laughs> the Zika virus outbreak. <gasps> Speaking of virus, that Zika. happened. That It was spread by mosquitoes. Yeah, I was like, is that the mosquito one? Yes. Yeah. It was declared a global public health emergency. Little did we know that was a, a hint to what was to come. Oh, my god! Just a little touch, to, uh, like a warning. Anyway, the World Health Organization was basically broadcasting about that. It was linked to birth defects. It wasn't as major, Gosh, obviously, as yeah. like COVID. But um, yeah, there was scary, was, though. It was very scary. And they were, you know, basically putting a lot of measures in to kind of figure out how to like prevent it or, you know, yeah. address it. So that was happening. And then finally, hello, Black Lives Matter. Those protests started up big time in 2016. It's almost on the heels of or together in tandem with the Me Too movement. Mm. It began in the United States, but it was in response to violence against African-Americans, as we know. Mm. A lot of police brutality that was being surfaced and also people were just finally saying, we're fed up. You know what I mean? Uh, Protests and demonstrations took place in cities around the world in support of that movement and shining a spotlight on the racial injustice and police brutality. What a year. So much heaviness. That was was the year that we also lost a lot of our icon shade. Do you remember? That was the year we lost George Michael, (gasps) David Bowie and the one that really just like dabbed my heart is Prince. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, are you kidding me? This was a devastating year of loss. Such just... a devastating year. So much that like at the time with my band, Love Darling, we actually were super fans of all three of them. Yeah. And we thought as a homage, we actually did a cover mash Ooh. of Freedom by George Michael. Yeah. Uh, Space Odyssey, David oh. Bowie and Purple Rain, Prince. Oh my gosh. It's called Freedom Space Rain. We should put this on our page. We might have to put that on there for you guys to experience. Yeah. Drop the link. Yeah. And it was just our homage to those three artists. It was so bizarre that they all decided to like say sayonara. Right. Um, Yeah. Also, another thing do you remember Pokemon Go? Yes. Everybody was like on their phone trying to catch all the Pokemon with their phone. Oh my God. That was the big surge. Oh, that's right. (laughs) People like running into walls and stuff. Like they're not paying attention. They're just looking down. I mean, it was so popular that like mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton even encouraged people to go Pokemon vote go Pokemon go to the poll <laughs> <laughs> hey oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> no that was serious that, well, that was the beginning of AR augmented reality Mm. becoming kind of like, oh, this is an interesting possibility. And then all the use cases started coming out from it. It started with the gaming of Pokemon Go, making it, you know, accessible on smartphones. That's all you needed. You didn't need, like, fancy head devices or anything like that. And it wasn't... You needed your phone. And it wasn't expensive, you know? It was a little... It got a little crazy, though. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon! (laughs) What a year. Let's talk 
about these films, though? Let's do that. All dive right. Yeah, what's going frequency. on? Yeah, what were the storytellers talking about? Yeah, in 2016. I mean, you think, like, maybe it was like, because we think all that stuff happened that year. And I know we that's kind of like the gist of our um, podcast in terms of, is there any, you know, reflection of what's going on in the world with what movies are being kind of shown or greenlit? But also, I forgot, it's like, okay, you know, maybe people are, are thinking stuff in like 2014 and 2015, and then it doesn't get greenlit until 2016. So that's true. how close is it related, you know? But maybe it is a sign of the times of that's what we are thinking about, because if it is something that we're like, yeah, it's time to show this story, that's what we wanted to tell. So speaking of, okay, let's find out the top movies that are rated, IMDb rated, mm-hmm. and top box office. Box office hit. So yeah, in terms of sales and like in terms of like how it makes the top 10, if you will. Yeah. Yes. And then we also look to see which ones are also getting mentions or had some awards or were noteworthy around their music their or music soundtracks. Their soundtracks, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to pick first? Sure. You do it. You first. do it. Okay. okay. Let's in the tube. We went from a box to a tube. It's a little black tube. It's going to be a quote and let's see if Shay can get it. Right. You got to read the quote and then got to guess quote. the movie. Guess the movie okay. So on stage, Mandy. All right. L.A. worships everything and values nothing. La La Land. Land. Yes! Yes! Oh, my God. What a fun movie. Such a It's a musical. It is a musical. Do you know this is the first time I've actually seen La La Land while doing this research? And... I, wow. I can't even believe that though. I'm yeah, right? This long because I'm like, I need to watch it. Because you live in LA, or <laughs> pretty much, and it yeah. is kind of like it was an actor's musical kind of movie. Yeah, I fell in love with it, and I want everyone to watch it. <laughs> I know. See, yeah, I agree. I thought, you know, I was kind of hesitant too because I was like, is this all hype? But the twist is that. It's a musical, but it's based on this kind of, it's a, it's a love story in a way, an interesting relationship story, but let's put it that way. And I kind of love how they had the music element of the movie really had the lead role. Mm. It was all about jazz, baby. Yeah. You know, and um, Ryan Gosling. Yes. And Emma Stone. Emma Stone, Sebastian so. Mia, they're lovers, they're drawn together by their common desire to do what they love. Mm-hmm. But as success mounts, they are faced with decisions that begin to fray the fragile fabric of their love affair. Yeah. So basically, it's just kind of like inspiring tale of music and passion, taking the viewers on this phenomenal ride of love and ambition, mm-hmm. but without turning a blind eye to the harsh realities of life. Yeah. So... Well, yes, I can see why they're saying that. Like, it's really this idea of, like, you know, Ryan's character, I forget what his name is. Sebastian. Sebastian. Okay, so he's a really great, like, old school, diehard kind of, like, jazz jazz musician. He's a pianist, specifically. And he just, he, you know, he's a waiter, he's a bartender, he does all the things, but apparently not a lot of money in jazz, you know, like, but... Mm. I think he was still kind of walking that line of just taking the leap because he thought, you know, like he could go on tour and do all this stuff. But he was just like, I don't I want to do my own thing. I don't want to be a sellout. So basically, you know, he was kind of on this, uh, you know, verge of trying to figure out how to, to break in. He wanted to open his own like jazz club, like where you can just sit there and listen to jazz and have some coffee. Right. Really cute in L.A. But he didn't have the money. And he's just trying, you know, it's like one of those things where you're in dream state, but you're not ready to take that leap. Right. And then he stumbles across Emma Stone. Yes. What's her Mia, name? Mia. And Aspiring actress, aspiring she's living actress. in Hollywood, you know, trying to make mm-hmm. it, you know, literally auditioning every single yeah. day, getting rejected. Yeah. There's this funny scene where she's like literally on this audition and like the casting director is She's in the middle of crying on the phone. Oh, like, my God. Her scene. And the casting director, like, takes a call during oh her God. 
dish it? That was so funny. I don't know how y'all do it. That it's, actually, was, fun fact, that was actually inspired by Ryan's real life audition story. Yeah, like, I heard one that. Of his story where that actually happened to him. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I've had a lot of friends who are actors who have expressed being in this situation. It's, it seems pretty, like, awful to feel like you're just totally, like, as if you're not there. Yeah. yeah, they can care less about you. You have to be able, and to you're take just on the grind, and you're too. out there spending your time, and you're like, and you're just like, what is the point? Yeah, but it's a numbers game. You it's a numbers game. game. Keep I going, you'll book I love your positive. <laughs> 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 I'm like, <laughs> I'll get my due. No, um, yeah. Now here's the twist. It's like, yeah, she's there doing her grind, but she has a bit more of like, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed. She comes from, where is it? Not Ohio or something, you know. So she's not like jaded yet. He's a little jaded, (laughs) but he's also kind of a cool kid. And here's the thing, like she actually, the way they met, so it doesn't seem like it's going to be a love story, but he was playing jazz piano. Yeah. Doing one of those gigs where he's just trying to pay the bills and the guy's like, play this, play that. And it was like Christmas songs. And he was like, my soul is dead, you know. And he decided (laughs) he was going to play one beautiful number in between. But the guy who hired him was like, he warned him. and he J.K. Like, Simmons. Yeah. He, phenomenal actor. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. great. He fired him because he was like, no, you didn't do what I said. So anyway, he was just kind of like so over it, feeling like, what am I doing with my life? She came in, though, before that happened. She saw him playing. She was one person in the audience, obviously, the, the one we noticed that was like enamored by him. And mm-hmm. he's an amazing musician. So she was just like, oh, my God, this is. And she was so compelled that she he had just had that exchange with his boss. He's starting to walk out and he's all pissed off. And then she like kind of jumps in front to say, oh, I heard that it was lovely. Mm-hmm. And then he just like brushes her off. And it was so rude. Right. And it was so sad. But she just kind of was like, all right. And so it was almost like you would never think a love story yeah, would come right. out of that. That's how it all starts. Yeah. But their chemistry on screen was phenomenal. It was. It was pretty good. And did you know Brian Gosling actually had to learn the piano for this role? He did? Yeah, he was. Because he was very good. I figured he was already (coughs) accomplished. Very, very good. And the soundtrack on this did really, really well. They um there were a lot of awards, first of all. So many Academy Award nominations for this. Okay. Including wins for Best Director, Best Cinematography. Best Original Score, Best Original Song, Mm. and Best Production Design. Do you remember the whole mix-up with this Academy Award for Best What? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, (laughs) tell me again. What was the mix-up? Well, actually, they announced it for La La Land to win Mm -hmm. Best picture best original picture okay yeah the main the main main one of the night. yeah <laughs> right they actually get up there the whole cast and crew goes up there to accept your right. award but they oh open it and like they're like you know actually this is moonlight one this <gasps> the, i do remember that the that first was so time awkward. in the history of the oscars that they have this mix that was up. not a bright day for the oscars oh my goodness so then they oh, literally man. were like no moonlight this is yours so they like <laughs> That would be such. Anyway, it was so so bummer. so so bum because they were both incredible. Films yeah, no, that year, which, great films, you know, great films. Another one that were very on different. Our list. But I, you know what? Here's the other thing. What's really cool about this film when I was watching it, and I knew this going into it, was that it was shot here in L.A. Yeah. Legit, like all of, it was like really celebrating L.A. It was so fun to see that they were shooting like close to where I live, Griffith Park, and I was like, no, oh, I know that overlook. You know, it's so cool to be like that. Oh, I know where that is. I know where that is. And it was like they did such a good job of honoring L.A. They did in this you know, movie in the beginning on location? of the opening scene where it's like that musical scene and it's on the freeway. They actually shut down a freeway oh, for yeah. a couple I hours to shoot that. And there was like 150 dancers. Yeah, the opening scene. 
And that set the tone, too. Uh, as we mentioned, this is a musical. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I, when I first went to go see it, I didn't realize it was a musical. Yeah. And it's great. Well, they, they mix Stone, it up well. She's phenomenal in this. Like, she's, do, she's a good singer. She's not bad. Such a great singer. They were yeah. both nominated for... Well, actually, Emma Stone great won dancers. Best Actress that year. She did. She Ryan did. Was I remember that. But, yeah, I'm, but how about the dancing? How cute were they? The, those were cute. complex numbers. I was like pretty impressed. Yeah, you all know? around, this was a great, great film. I loved it. It got 8 out of 10 IMDb rating, 91% Rotten Tomatoes, which is yeah. like unheard of. This wish you I were. So. <laughs> it was easy for us to pick this because yeah. obviously being a musical and like, now as we mentioned, the music on this was a bit more, you know, jazz and like more, a bit more dramatic in that stringing together the scenes was more like that. So it was no real like moments of well-known artists per se or songs. I think it was right or was it Although wrong? John Legend was in this too. John Legend. He- Yes, thank you. Magic in this. Oh, what a good choice, though. Yes, perfect choice because his his vibe is like right up that alley. Was he? He didn't do a cameo. No, he was just music. No, he's he's like a actor in this. That's what I thought at the end. Yes, his band. Yeah, I love John Legend. He's so, He's so great good. in this. You guys need to watch this. Film. It's amazing. Yeah, you already great. know what our vote is, but like you know, but we're still gonna do our, our voting system. Okay. But but is um in terms of the music again, relating it back to the sign of the times. So what was happening? I don't know, but like I think that it was one of those things where it was like, let's just start doing these movies where we actually celebrate a location and really embrace it rather than just like, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, that could be anywhere. But I love movies that do that. And of course it was called La La Land. But you know, there's movies that do that. Sometimes they're like, we're in New York, but it's really shot somewhere else cheap. You know, I love that they stayed true and it was actually celebrating areas in Los Angeles, which I thought that was so cool because it does have such history. If you're you see this movie, you're like, oh. I live here. It's a, like, yeah, it has history. Yeah. So with that, I was really pleased with that. So yeah, what is our rating on this one? La La Land, All what right, you got? La La Land, what's it going to be? Well, would it be a, is it a high note? I was going to say that. Yeah! <laughs> yes, we are synced up. Um, or a busted guitar. Oh, yeah. Let's go with it. Is it a high note? Or a busted guitar. And we say, a high note. Oh, for sure. You knew that we were going to say that. So for sure, check it out if you haven't already. And if you have, we would love to hear your comments about if you agree with what we were saying or if we missed anything that we should mention or, you know, make a note of of that movie. So yeah, it's my turn to pick. Your turn. Okay. We have this new tube I'm going to pick out of. (laughs) It's a tube in a box. Tube in a box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, you hear that? I hear it. Shake it up. Shake it up. No, bring it. I kind of like that. (laughs) All right. Here we go. What do we got? All right. Here comes the quote. Are you ready for my acting debut? Yes. Give it to us. Let me prepare. Let me prepare myself. Okay. Here we go. At some point, you got to decide for yourself who you're going to be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. Mm. Mm. Moonlight? Yes! Moonlight. This is also one of our second chance to dance second titles. Chance to dance. This is the segment we do every episode where this may not have been in the top 10 per se. May, I mean, it did get some accolades, I have to say. But I feel like it was also kind of went under the radar for a lot of people. 
And we thought it was noteworthy enough to mention, and hence it gets a second chance to dance. Yes. So this is Moonlight. Moonlight. And this was a really unique film that was a trendsetter for a couple reasons. I mean, well, yeah. it's, it's a deep dive and a look at the three defining chapters of a young black man growing up in Miami. And mm-hmm. his epic journey to manhood is guided by the kindness, support, and love of the community that helps raise him. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like identity is the central theme of this movie and yeah. representation of three stages of his life as a gay African-American man. Right. That was the controversy. This was the first time a lead character uh, yeah. portraying a gay, you know, African-American. But he it was all three phases of his life. You know, that was like the kind of meat of the, the film. Mm hmm. As we could see, he was going through these different phases. He kind of came up rough. His neighborhood was rough. He was experiencing like bullies, like just like, he was identity just, crisis. He, his mother was not very present with him. She was, you know, had issues of her own. He just didn't have a lot of role models, put it that way. There's a lot of substance abuse around him as a kid. Yeah, but then he did model. encounter. Remember the the one character? He's in a lot of things. He was in um, Hidden Figures too. The oh. um, actor who basically was this uh, guy in the neighborhood. Mm. who when Juan. yeah when uh, the lead character was younger and he was running from bullies Quan was it Quan Quan yeah. uh, oh Juan yeah he basically kind of found him because he was hiding and was like, hey, do you need any help? And so he was trying to help him find his parents. And, you know, he, he didn't tell him where his mom lived at first because he just wanted to stay. It was him and Janae. Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Yes, oh my God, she's awesome. She's, she's so in so many things. So they were a couple, this year she killed and it. they and he, they embraced him as a kind of second family. Mm-hmm. As you can see through the years, they were his surrogate parents. Right. But it was because of his influence that he was able to feel like confident in himself as a person and who he was. And I don't want to tell too much, but I mean, right. like you know, it's a wonderful story about how he actually even came to terms with his own sexuality mm. um, as a black man, and, and such that powerful meant. music in this too. Oh and just yeah, brilliant! The music was amazing, and beautiful. Yeah, it was so great, and the, the acting was phenomenal. I mean, like as we mm. mentioned before, this is the movie that won Best Picture at the Academy That's right. Awards, and. And if you've seen the poster, it's a beautiful poster. By the way, Moonlight, I guess there's a quote in the beginning that talks to the title of the movie. And it was from Juan, the character, when they were sitting on the beach talking. And he was saying how when he was younger, uh, he got the nickname Blue because this older woman saw him running one time and said, you know, when in the moonlight, you look blue, you know, Mm. like that. So I think that was kind of a cool little poetic moment of how they titled this. Because he was, you know, a black man in this situation, like a lot of times culturally, that's not accepted. Basically, he had to find himself and support himself and figure it out, you know. But I didn't know the young version of him or the oldest version of him, but the Mm. middle version of him, he was the one on the poster. And he's actually the actor who's in the lead in the Wu-Tang series on Hulu right now. Ooh, Ashton Sanders? Yes, and he's that was his debut. He did a really great job. All of them did. Mm -hmm. I mean, this acting was incredible. And the score was phenomenal. It had like this chopped and screwed technique of hip-hop remixes Mm -hmm. and orchestral music. Yes. Barry Jenkins did the soundtrack and it was very emotional. Didn't you feel that? I felt like they paired that nicely because you can think, oh, you're going to just put certain kind of genre music in there, throw it in. But they did it. It was a beautiful. It's almost like the orchestral pieces strung together the scenes and like worked with the emotion of some really hard scenes. And then the hip hop music was supportive of kind of like the vibe, the overall kind of like culture that he was dealing with. Yeah. And I just thought it was such a wonderful, beautiful balance. Yeah. 
beautifully done and just 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone loved this. It had Yeah, it was highly 301 rated. nominations overall with every single type of So category. many. 230 wins including like we said best picture, yeah. Golden Globe for yeah. best drama. Yeah, and I just want to speak to the thing is like as we're hopping around in our time traveling <laughs> spaceship, <laughs> like you know, for years that are now more closer where we are now, we have to remember that plays a role in, you know, how people noticing the box office people didn't as many went to the box office but somehow it was super high rated right so i feel like some of that phenomenon was going to happen more and more as we because when netflix came in and you know all these streaming channels are coming out i think more people are consuming titles over those and even youtube versus just going to see it in the box office and even now that the theaters are realizing and networks are realizing that this is what's happening so they're kind of trying to shift that to monetize it still but keep that in mind now it's like you know as we go back in time yeah box office was a clear indication because that's the only way people could see movies Mm -hmm. is if they went to theaters but now remember we can discover movies mostly are on streaming channels i think Mm -hmm. don't you think the comfort of your own home yeah but that's great because that opens up the field for more storytellers more filmmakers to get their you know movies out yeah and for people to find different stuff like we need diversity we need diversity in our storytelling right Mm -hmm. hey now we have these storytellers telling these kind of stories through these lenses yeah which is lovely because i think that's what creates empathy so i was really thrilled to see that that was doing so well in the ratings and of course all the awards great i'm glad the acknowledgement was wonderful because that's a good trend unfortunately the rest of the year was just horrible (laughs) (laughs) um no but uh, that was um we're thrilled to like give that another second chance to dance so if you haven't seen moonlight definitely check it out it's available on i don't know one of the streaming channels now i think it was hbo hbo max i think you might be right yeah but it's easy to find and it's it's worth it it's not too long i think it's two hours Hours. Yeah, Probably everything long. it seems like the average has been two hours. Remember back in the day when it used to be like an hour and thirty minutes or yeah. forty minutes? <laughs> like, what happened back. to that? <laughs> I mean, there's a new movie, I don't know if you've heard of it, Babel or something like that with like um Brad Pitt? Yes. That's not new. No, not Babel. Oh gosh. I said Babel. It's not new. Good job. It is a, wow, I'm getting a, a sound from my drum. Do you hear that? Or is it from the guitar? Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the tone that the guitar was like, um. <laughs> um, no, it's a new one. It's called because with a B. It's got an all-star cast, but he's like a lead in it. It just came out last Brad year. Brad Pitt's a lead in it. Yes. Oh. It's um. I saw it on the rotation for maybe Netflix. Anyway, three hours and fourteen minutes. What? But it has an all-star cast. It's kind of like this. It's like dated back into like nineteen twenties. Do you see it? Because with a B, it looks really interesting. But like, girl, three hours. Three hours is a commitment. I mean, that was in the that theater. Like Star Wars. I, I was at the Alamo Draft House, and that's when I first saw a preview of that, and I was like, that looks amazing. And I saw it was three hours. I'm like, maybe at home I'd be cool with three yeah, hours. Yeah, need to but, pause and stop and but stretch. But in theaters, would you want to do that for three hours? I don't know. <laughs> All right, no. we don't vote on our second chance to dance because obviously we're bringing it back because we love it and we think yes. you should see it. So now we're gonna go and pick another one. Pick another pick one. Another pick one. another one. Ah, oh, what's it gonna be? Let's see. Here we go. Language is the foundation of civilization. It is the glue that holds people together. It is the first weapon drawn in conflict. Arrival. 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 This. I'm excited. 
of all the, I was so excited when we were saying, yeah, 2016, and I saw Arrival was on the movie list, and uh, it's one of my favorites mm. when I saw it, because here's the thing, it is a sci-fi movie, it has to do with alien encounters. Yes. But every time, think about it, the norm, the average, every time we hear about alien encounters or anything, it's always very combative. It's always like dark and like we're going to be turned into like alien food, you know? It's always some kind of scary like, oh no, they're coming to attack us, war of the worlds. This is the first time, and I don't want to ruin it, but of course they kind of give you the idea, but like it isn't. It's a different perspective. First, it's based on a book. I realized that's why it was a different spin and how they shot it. Very similar like the Yeah, story of your life. Yes. And that's what I was like, why is, you can tell again, you can tell when a movie is based on a book. There's something the way they shoot it. And how it's always narrated. There's something wonderful about that. And then the second thing is, female protagonist. Mm. It was almost from a female point of view. And I'm sorry, but it is different. It is a different approach. You're like, what about this? What if it's about this stuff? And I thought it was a wonderful, cool story. If you love mindless action and crazy explosions and alien, goofy, like one-dimensional, this is not the movie for you. No, it's totally different. Go see World of the Worlds. That's creepy. (laughs) Or any of them, really. It's extremely creative twist and it just kind of redefines the relationship between humans and the rest of the universe. Especially with how we communicate. And to that quote about language. Mm. And it's genius. I think it's very smart. It's very poetic in a weird way. And it's still sci-fi and interesting. Yeah. And they tried to stay true to like if it was really happening. You know how some movies kind of like, really? You know? Right. But this one was good. And I loved um, the lead. Amy Adams. Aiden, Amy Adams. She did a great job. Yes. And Forrest Whitaker was good as a scientist. They're like, she was the Renner. linguist. Yeah, she was the linguist. She was a professional linguist. Dr. And Lewis Banks. Yeah. She, ironically, it was like everybody was like, you know, this was happening. And all of a sudden, they're like calling her in. And everybody's like, why is she being called in? And you'll <laughs> see why. But I just was like, and the way they stitched together what was going on. So they, they revealed at the end. See, I can't even talk about it because it gives away it's such a cool twist let me just put it that way and if you are so tired of movies that are just cliche and you figured it out after the first five minutes like (laughs) this movie this satisfied me to the end and I was actually really happy with the reveal you're not going to get the green people with three eyes and all what we're used to no they even reimagined that right by the way they even reimagined what an ET could look like Yes. And the and the interaction with them, which I thought again, they were thinking outside the box. It was refreshing, very refreshing. You know? and a lot of people were agree- agreed with that. Ninety four percent are on tomatoes, and mm-hmm. the score was great by Johan Johansson. And um, yeah, he's he's famous. The score beautiful was critically score. acclaimed and beautiful. included nominations of best original music at the Golden mm-hmm. Globes, yes, and the Academy Awards. So it really tied in the whole yeah. film, I believe. To be honest, I. feel feel like this is another reason why this was one of my faves. And I don't think about music. it until after the fact. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it was it just sometimes you hear it just affects you emotionally. It just gets into interweaves into your essence, right? Yeah. And you don't know why. It could be a good script, but I feel like it needs that pairing of that emotional build or that support in the right way where suddenly you're just like, I don't know how to describe it. You Feels know? Feels like <laughs> most beautiful. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, I don't know where you're going but I was ready oh <laughs> I love you always forever where does that come from <laughs> he said feels like feels like oh that's from that one yeah okay <laughs> thank you I, I had to know. get to the chorus okay first. <laughs> now I hear it now I hear it I totally hear it you're on it you're on it yes, okay so, so yeah this in terms movie wins 
Jessica. It wins at life. It yeah, wins at life. One of your faves. It's one of my faves. And I was just thinking, like, what was I doing? I was watching a lot of movies in 2016 because <laughs> I needed a distraction. That was me personally. And I think that, like, you maybe that was also what was happening. I just was so disenfranchised with what was going on in the real world that, yeah, that was a rough year for me as, mm-hmm. as Mandy was, like, shadow Didn't you? doing <laughs> puppetry. Um, but, no, I actually was hit on my motorcycle on my way to work yes. that summer. Mm. So it was an awesome summer. No, I was fortunate. I I don't know how I survived, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I was on my motorcycle and I ended up breaking my back. My T12 burst fracture Ooh. and the T4, T5 were protruding, whatever, all that stuff. But burst fracture on the T12, they were, they said it was a miracle. They said my my muscles held the fracture in place. So there was no damage to my spinal cord, thankfully. And it didn't spray out. And I guess I, I kept myself in a crouched position when I was hit. I just, it was weird. I was a, I was conscious for the whole thing. I, you know, like I kind of was like trying to avoid because it was T, you know, T-bone, T-bone, is that the word? <laughs> they hit me from the side in the middle. Mm. And um, but I was trying to avoid it, and so when I like that, so when they hit me, it went up kind of through my spine that way. So I was shot <laughs> off the bike, but I stayed in this kind of fetal position. I had my helmet on, thank God. I'd have been dead if I didn't have my helmet on. And um, the wind was knocked out of me. I just thought, oh, I just got tweaked. I didn't think anything. But when the ambulance came right away and they kind of, I just had this feeling, don't move, don't move. I just remember that. And then they put me in the ambulance. They gave me morphine right away. Put me on a little stretcher. And so because I didn't do any major movement, yeah, I I didn't have any other injuries. Like I had a little scuff on my own. They said I was was in good enough condition that I could heal without surgery, which was another thing because uh, the surgeon recommended that. Actually, he said, you know, you will heal faster, but there's a lot of risk with spinal surgery and you could still have pain for the rest of your life. He's like, if you're willing. And I was like, well, got it. Yes, I'm willing. And he's like, but you'll have to wear this like stormtrooper brace for three months. Straight. And I could not take it off. Even in the shower, I wear it. Oh. Yeah, because if you're upright, there's no support. Your back is broken. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I could only take it off when I slept. And I, there was a whole routine. And then I had to sleep like as if I was in a coffin. I couldn't move. What if you moved in your sleep? I, exactly. I had to get somehow get over the fear of the fact that I would paralyze myself. Oh, my gosh. And I move a lot when I sleep. Oh, my gosh. I would just not Girl, I, I my brain worked with me because I was like, please, brain, please don't kill me in the night. Oh, my gosh. And so I just I just Aww. did it. And I was like, did it. with my little sighting. <laughs> and then I put on my brace and I was like, boop, boop, boop. You were watching a lot of movies then. I was watching a lot of movies, girl. And I <laughs> think that's. Segway, but no, yeah, that was the thing that I think uh, the reason why it also resonated with me so much because that happened, right? And I'm feeling so bummed about everything going on that it was so lovely to see a movie that was kind of about optimism and about Mm. loving each other and communicating with each other rather than what we are typically bombarded with, which is like you know people blowing each other up or people having conflicts or people being like mad and rude to each other and wanting to just have a conflict. And it's a power play always, and I just was so refreshing to be like there's hope in humanity <laughs> I think that's what I was thinking no but you know what I mean I just was like there's hope for us <laughs> look I think that as a beingness humans if you really think about it like we're really cute we're we do so cute, cute things we're super cute I mean how cute is it that we do things that are like I don't know like we decorate our bodies with clothes and we do bedazzle ourselves <laughs> and then we ask each other how we look and you're like you're cute and you're like how cute is that take a picture of it and share we it we take a picture world. and share it and we feel good like how how cute is that? Aliens are like, wow. <laughs> what are they doing? Look at these humans. I just think we're meant to be like that because we're just creative and cute and weird. And like, we that's our specialty. Hmm. And we're very emotional because we're very colorful. 
So that's our upside. (laughs) (laughs) Girl. All right. (laughs) On that note, that's a long story. Well, I think it's time to vote, shall we? Time to vote. For arrival. There's no the, by the way. I messed up. It's just arrival. Arrival. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And who was the other person that was starring in it with the love interest? He's well known. Uh, Jeremy Renner? Yes, yes. Yes. It was actually... He played Ian. I liked their chemistry. The acting was phenomenal in this movie. Yeah. And I... I figured out the twist, by the way, about him, but we won't say anything. Let me know if you guys watch it and you figured it out before it was revealed, too. Leave us a comment. Leave us a comment. Did you know what I know? You know I know. Okay. (laughs) All right. So on that note, let's vote. What are the ratings for Arrival? Is it a A a UF no? (laughs) (laughs) I liked how you presented that. We'll stay with UF no. A UF no or... ET phone home? Or UF no. <laughs> was it mothership? A- was it a mothership? <laughs> was it? You a guys know our ratings, right? <laughs> Do they even know what we're doing? As- <laughs> you Patreon subscribers, we're trying to rate off the right. top of the dome. We gotta think of something like that's yes or no. relative to the we're movie, to so the we movie. can <laughs> give you that entertainment, right? Sometimes we're, we're quick with it. Sometimes it takes a little bit. Um, how about Mother Got Your Back, Mothership? Okay. <laughs> or UF No. Or UF No. Okay. All right. Let's All right. Do that. So, and our vote is Mother, Mother Got, got Your Back, back Mothership. mothership. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So that was easy, and definitely most of the titles that we review, we end up liking. Yes, we do. Because we're kind of picking the ones out of the <laughs> but sometimes there's like popular ones where we're like what okay and we'll still talk you and we'll I differ it. too that's true real fans but of our podcast will know which one real fans <laughs> no <laughs> no uh, and so is it my turn it's your turn okay alright All right. is this the last one is this the last one I feel five? so sad oh. no okay alright here we go here we go let me get ready if you must blink do it now the past is already written the ink is dry. This is a fun one. Kubo, Kubo and the, and the two two That's right. And this is also a second chance to dance. We don't normally do this, but we have two second chances to dance because this one was a little bit more under the radar than even Moonlight. It was a stop animation. Stop animation. But it was a really beautiful story that was not typical Western story. It was uh, Japanese. It was Japanese. Japanese. And Mm -hmm. it was really interesting. And obviously, Kubo and the Two Strings, because he played this beautiful, like, two-stringed guitar. Mm -hmm. It was a main character in the film. And so... What did you think, or what do we have in terms of like info about it? Like Kubo, I mean, I feel like you need to an see ob- this obscure movie. One. It's so freaking awesome, especially if you're a fan of cool stop motion, an mm-hmm. epic adventure, and an emotionally driven film. Kubo mm-hmm. is a work of art. The animation was breathtaking. The voice acting was phenomenal. Matthew McConaughey is in this. Charlize. Oh, Theron. that's right. <laughs> Even Ralph Fiennes is he's in this. And I just, you know, I think it's it's just a really great film. Yeah. 
Um, it got great reviews. Did you know with stop motion, mm-hmm. um, it takes Kelly a Wallace lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even um, my favorite band. Not the movie. Pixar ones. No, but no, it's, no. Um, the Christmas one. Yes, like Frosty know? and like Rudolph the Red. Yes. Well, I'm thinking of Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yes. Like that's, yeah. I was like, oh my God, that was even older. Kubo's Puppet yeah, had a total like of 23,187 rapid prototype bases created. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> so he could have 48 million possible facial expressions. expressions. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, that is wild. And that's just one character. That's just one character. Because there was a main character of his mom. There was a main character later of his dad as a the Beatle, who was that quote was from. And the sister, too. And the sisters, which were... Rooney Mara. Creepy. The yeah. The creepies. The sisters' costuming was inspired by Tomei Gozen, a female samurai warrior and the cape included 861 laser etched feathers what yeah each for a sti- for an animation they like an mimicked animation, it yeah that's like what they did with avatar yeah it was avatar, no, it was avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so here's the twist i actually told you about kubo when it yes. came up and and i remember when i saw it in 2016 i watched it again for this podcast uh to be fresh right yeah and i was just like super stoked like oh my god you have to see Kubo it was the best thing it was amazing it was amazing but I was thinking about it I was like it was amazing and then I was like what was the story about like (laughs) I literally could not remember what the story was about and like any pieces of it beyond like a weird vague emotional memory isn't that weird Mm -hmm. so anyway when I started watching it watching it I was like wow is this what it means when you like you change as a person (laughs) and like I wouldn't say I was this is my favorite anymore and I'll tell you why something you popped up. About from, it before. I was raving about it, and I was thinking maybe it was just so different and new, and it was such a different story, and it was told from a, a different perspective of culture mm-hmm. that it was like oh, I was so excited about it, and I love stop animation stuff. But what I was a little kind of like I didn't notice initially, but now I notice is that okay, this is a Japanese character. These were Japanese. It's kind of like Moana and stuff like that, where they honored the fact that they were like Polynesian or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, this was like, I don't know if you saw the actors on this, IMDb, but like these were white characters. Right. And I was one. And think about the big name. Yeah. And and one. And I'm like, how many Asian actors could they have gone for a lot of these roles? And I was like, even the main kid was like this little white kid. This little white kid. Yeah. And I could tell by his voice. That's why I was like, wow, this is an interesting choice. And then it was almost like they were like, we're not even going to try. Because here's the thing. Nobody sees the face. This is animation, right? Mm -hmm. So give those actors a chance. Okay. Charlize Theron. McConaughey, what was the point of that? Yeah. All right. I mean, McConaughey has such a distinct voice that it's almost like you. He was okay, but I actually did not think it made sense for I see what Charlize Theron to be the monkey. Her, she just did a regular voice for the monkey. I don't know, you know, if you remember. Mm. And it was like, hey, so anyway, what we should do? Is, like, and I'm just kind of like, it was her, but I was like, nobody, know, nobody's seeing it's her, and her voice isn't distinct enough. So why did you choose? It? Oh, because it's a name. It's a big name to get this mm. promoted. And I was a little disappointed in that. A bummed out. Yeah, that they went that route because we just talked about Mulan mm. and Moana and, and like they stayed true. Right. So I have to say I was a little well, bummed about that choice and well, I thought that was a little bit of a, you know. Before we brought this up as a second chance to dance, I had never heard of this film. Yeah. Unfortunately. But I mean, it did receive nomination for Best Animated Feature. Yeah. An Oscar for that. Yeah. And um, Best Visual Effects. And the soundtrack was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what was really, really cool was there was a cover by Regina Spector by the song um, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, a Beatles song. Yes. She yes, did a beautiful right. cover of that. It was really pretty. 
But yes, I see what you're saying. And <laughs> you know what? And even to your point, like, yeah, it was really me pushing it because I was like, oh, so excited. And like, that's why we were like second chance to dance because it really wasn't pushed. I and mean, I think they were just using those names. And that was a kind of crappy choice, I think, to like tell that story. And they thought, oh, I don't know what the boardroom conversations were, but I'm just like, if they had gone in and just been true to casting the characters to honor that particular cultural you know, story... And it still didn't get the buzz, like you're saying. So they did that, and they still sacrificed that. That, to me, was it like was a little... It was under my radar. It got 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. So rated-wise, it was high in the ratings, yeah. right? But it box office, no. And then, like, also, not too many awards. And the thing is, the music was good, but it wasn't as fantastic as I thought it was, too. That was the other thing I was like, I thought it was way more magnanimous than it was. Mm. And it was okay. There was, like, some moments here and there. But compared to other movies we've been reviewing, I'm like... Right. So that I just changed my mind because I, I realized maybe I just was having a weird blurred lens that year. And <laughs> right. I mean, again, it could have been that thing where I was like so like pain just... Pain meds. Pain meds. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. So if you really want to enjoy it, <laughs> pop in volume. No, I was kidding. Just kidding. But, um, I mean, this is not professional advice. It's worth watching. It's, it is. It's, 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 it's uh, cute. It's, it's cute. It's, it's actually, I just kind of got lost, though. That was the other thing. I got lost in the story. Fun fact, Matthew what? McConaughey would read the script to his children for bedtime stories, and they loved it. That's why he decided to do it. Oh, that's cute. So it's like good, good for the kids. You could put it on for the kids. I think the kids would like it. Kids will love it. And I don't know it's if we'll get it. It's incredible the stop animation of it yeah, all. Yeah, that like, in this itself is impressive. Work it's like that do. Pinocchio movie that came out recently. I mean, all that, like, the, how much goes in? That's like years of dedicated work so sometimes. Much time, yeah. I'm like, I just am not built for that. Like, I'm all <laughs> like, I just need instant gratification. I appreciate all those artists and creators that put the time in for that kind of craft. Yeah. So, for that reason, you know, obviously, I, we're again, we don't write our second chance to dance, but I just want to, this is the kind of first in our five episodes that I'm going, Didn't I think I changed my mind. Skirt. <laughs> skirt. But it's okay. All it was right. still amazing. Um, okay, well, we are at the end of our part one of 2016. Oh, episode five just came and went, Whoa. didn't it? Oh, and again, the titles... We're great. I feel like every year we're going to come across, like, it's so fun to know that. Because I was a little worried. I was thinking, like, some years might be like, bang. But, like, there's so much. We literally have to, like, wean it down. We do. And we do. 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 Yeah, no, it, but it is interesting. I thought, oh, 2016, this year, news-wise, I was like, ah, my own personal. But I don't know. I think the movies were still a mixed bag for me. What did you think? Do you feel there was a connection? Do you think that was like kind of like, um, meh? I feel there was a little bit of a connection yeah. there with La La Land, Moonlight, definitely. And, oh, Moonlight and Arrival. Like, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. There is a connection. I feel like it was more like this, again, trying to like find humanity. Also address like people's like going through like the real like pangs of life, like a La La Land, where it's just like you're really trying to make it, but it's also really about the relationships. Like, guess the what? Choices you make affect Yes. You. And affect others in that way. But like, mm-hmm. it is about the relationship. But language and in, in Arrival, uh, that's a big thing about communication. Maybe it's communication with La La Land and then Moonlight mm-hmm. being able to speak your truth speak your truth if you can't oh, love yourself how the God. hell are you gonna love somebody else can I get an amen that's right RuPaul you got it amen. you got it well that's it y'all please stay tuned for the next 
part two. Part two of 2016. We got a few more titles for you that yes. I think that you're going to love and be excited about. And we can't wait to share with you how we feel about it. But we, we're always, always interested to hear from you. Yes. And so we want to hear what you think. Yes. Did you like it? Did we miss anything? Leave us a comment, like, subscribe so you can be yeah. the first to get notified when we drop a new episode. That's right. So, yeah, tell us if you agree, disagree, if we miss anything, if you want us to talk about something, you just want to add to what we talked about. And do you like us? Do you think we're cool? Do you think we're cool? cool? Do you want to hang out with us? (laughs) But uh, no, but as Mandy said, hey, we're on Spotify. If you follow us there and just like any other like Apple Music and Podbean, Mm -hmm. it'll notify you when a new episode is ready to listen Mm -hmm. to. And we love that. And if you can rate us and say hi and and tell us how we're doing. But guess what? We are also have an official website thesoniccronic.com where you can join the mailing list and let us know VIP list where you'll get some goodies and like be notified of all of our new stuff but even better than that we're going to be opening up a Patreon channel the Sonic Chronic on Patreon and that's going to be our main jam where we get to give you all some cool extras and exclusives for being awesome producers of our show so we want to empower you because you're what's making it work it right Mm -hmm. and so yes please do that for us and until next time until next time these were the frequencies of Of that that time time. (laughs) sonic chronic